congregation, you know, I count uh, uh, as a great privilege and opportunity, you know, and I want to treat you as such, you know, that, you know, you can feel welcome, you can feel pleased, you can feel at home when you're in the house of God, you know, because we, 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 we're in this thing together. You know, I don't care what you say. You may have your different thoughts, but we are in this thing together. And, you know, let's just serve God together because we will make it heaven our home together with him. Amen. Um, you can look in your overhead beside me or above or uh, in front of me for the scripture if you're still searching. I'm going to read from James's chapter 1, verses 1 through 23. Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness. And all superfluity of northerness. And receive with neatness and the engrafted word which is able to save your soul. Verses 22 said, But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. Verse 23, for if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. Bow your heads with me. Father God, I come before you this morning, O God, your servant. Lord God, I ask you to have your way in me, Lord God. Lord God, I pray that you will bless all the hearers this morning, O oh God. Lord God, put the words in my mouth that you want me to talk to you, your people this morning, O oh God. I am nothing on my own, Lord God. I commit myself to you, Lord God. I surrender my heart to you this morning. Lord God, as we pray this morning, we pray for a pastor who is not, you know, amidst this morning, that you will strengthen him, Lord God, that you will enlighten him, O God, and that you will keep him wherever he is, O God, that your hands will be upon him, Lord God. Lord God, we pray and ask you to bless the congregation this morning. Bless every person this morning, Lord God. Let your spirit move upon us, move over us, Lord God, with your spirit. Lord God, we pray for a mighty move of your spirit like never before in the service this morning, oh God. Lord God, as I come before you this morning, we pray for those that are still traveling, Lord God, that you'll take them here safely, Lord God. Help us that when we leave here, we can say we're surely good for us to be here. We ask you to bless us, Lord God. Bind us together with cords that can never be broken, Lord God. As we give you glory and as we give you honor, as we worship you, Lord God, this morning, we worship you in the beauty of holiness we worship and give you praise and we thank you in advance for what you're about to do in the name of jesus we pray and everybody said in jesus name one more time in jesus name one more time in jesus name hallelujah the lord bless you you may be seated amen in the house of god this morning praise god my my subject this morning is Informed and then transformed. I was looking up uh, on the, the definition of the words um, inform. Uh, when, when someone is informed, they have, if you please, head knowledge, so to speak. It said, having to show knowledge of a particular subject or situation. 
So therefore, if I'm going to look at this water, I'm the producer of this water. I have to make sure all the information is there. That way when the receiver or the drinker, if you please, drink it, they can relate to it, if that makes sense. There, there are some similar words to the word inform, such as knowledgeable, enlightened, illuminated, literate, and well-informed. I give reference of the word uh, with the water. Looking at the words transform, when you're talking about transform, you're talking about a spirituality, a connection with God, if you please. Make a thorough, a dramatical change in the form of an appearance or a character. So when, when we are transformed, there is a complete change in us, if you please. Man is either ruled by the flesh or by the spirit. We have the choice when God created us. We can either rule by our flesh. Even though we weren't the creator of our flesh. God is the one that created us. And God is the one that blow breath in us. He put our spirit in us. So therefore we have a, 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 a communion or a connection so to speak. So we, we can either rule by our, 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 our flesh or our spirit. The Bible said in John 4 verses 24, if he doesn't have that scripture, but it said God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. The Bible also let us to know in Galatians 5 verses 16, it said, This I say then, walk in the spirit and he shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. There are times we do know a walk. The Bible tells us in Proverbs that there is a way that seems it right unto a man. But the end thereof is the way of death. So if you walk continually in the flesh, you will not fulfill the lust of the spirit. Amen. There is a way. You know, we, we have this, 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 this thing about us that we, we, we want to, you know, be what we want to be. Be all you can be, if you please. But, but, but when you are transformed, you, you, you are separate yourself from those things, if you please. You know, you can't do those things that you would normally do. Why? Because you are transformed by the Spirit of God. Amen? Amen. If you do not crucify your flesh, your flesh will destroy you. The Bible said in Romans, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. The only way we can get that eternal life unless we are connected with our maker, stay connected with our savior. If we don't stay connected with God, our flesh will destroy us. There are few nature of the old man. In, uh, in Galatians chapter 5, 
verses uh, 17 through 19, or 21 rather. For the flesh lusted against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary one to the other. So that he cannot do the things that he would. But if he be led by the Spirit, he are under the law. Check this out. In verse 19, he said, these are some of the characteristics, if you please, that the old nature, the old man will produce. He said in verse 19, Now the work of the flesh are manifest, which are these adulterers. Fornicators and clean things. Lasciviousness. These are some of the characteristics that the old flesh produce and want to dwell and continue to live in. Envy, murder, drunkenness, revealing, such like. But these are some of the characteristics that the new man will show forth or produce. He said in verses 22 to 25, he said, But the fruit of the Spirit is love. Show me someone that have love. You see, when, when, when you have love, the Bible, remember the Bible said, For God so loved the world. That he didn't give somebody else. He gave himself. He died for us. Why? Because he loved us. I'm not going to die for Brother Tony if I don't love him. I'm not going to die for my church family if I don't love them. There will be circumstances. And then, you know, I may have to do something to let that person know that, listen, I love you. I care about you. I'll do something to let you see that uh, there is something in my heart that, that I would die for. Show me someone with joy. Some, show me someone that's happy. You know, when you have the love of God, you're going to have joy in your heart. You, you, you're going to be happy regardless of what's going on. It's going to get rough sometime, Brother Darrell. But it's going to produce the joy. Because the joy of the Lord is my strength. Yeah, I mean, so when you, when you have joy, you know, you, 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 when you have peace, you know, you, you, you just, you know, be a peacemaker. Be the one that's able to go between and just separate when there's commotion going on. And it just seems to cannot end. You know, be the one that is the peacemaker. Why? Because God said he will never leave us nor forsake us. Amen. Long-suffering. Gentleness. Goodness. Faith. 23 said meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. But if we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. We, we, we hear of the story in Acts chapter 9, verses 1 through 15. In Acts, where he talk about Saul, and Saul yet breathing, or threatening and slaughtering 
and going around crucifying and killing folks. That's what it was doing. And in Acts chapter 1, verses 1 through 9, 1 through 15 rather, and his desire in verse 2, and his desire of him, a letter to Damascus, to the synagogues, that if he be found any of this way, whether they were men or women, he might bring them bound unto Jerusalem. Now, now you, you, you gotta realize that when, when someone make up in their mind to do something, regardless of what it is, they're gonna do it. Because that's what they intend to do. In verse 3 he said, And as he journeyed, he came near Damascus, and suddenly there shine run about him a light from heaven. And he fell down and heard, and heard a voice crying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? You see, you can run, but you can't hide. So when you crucify the saints of God, you know, that's what goes around, comes around. But God is so good that, you know, He sees everything that we do, whether it be good or bad. God sees everything that we do. In verses 5, He said, And He said, Who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. It is hard. It's up there. In verse 6, he said, he, and he was just trembling. Why? Because he knew what he was doing. And, you know, he, he was so nervous, astonished, and said, Lord, what will thou have me to do? And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the city, and it shall be told thee what thou must do. And the men which journeyed with him stood speechlessly, hearing a voice, but seeing no man. Everyone is looking around, but didn't see no one. And Saul arose from the hearth when his eyes were open, and he saw no man, but they that led him by his hand and brought him into Damascus. And he was there three days without sight, and neither did he eat and drink. How many of us can go three days without not eating and drinking? I'm sure if we're making a sacrifice, we can sacrifice a few days. But how many of us in our flesh can say, you know, we can crucify our flesh? You know, truly crucify our flesh. Because when, when, when we're sacrificing something, you know, we're saying that we're, 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 we're setting aside, you know, our time. Because this is how we can, you know, stay connected with our God when we sacrifice something. In verses 9, and he said, uh, let's jump down to verse 10. And there was a certain disciple of Damascus named Ananias. And to him and the Lord in a vision. Ananias and he said, Behold, I am here, Lord. And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the street, which is called Straight, and inquire in the house of Judea, for one called Saul of Taurus. For behold, he prayed. And, when he, and he had seen in a vision a man named Ananias coming in. And putting his hands on him, that he may receive his sight. Remember, you know, after you know God struck him, he was blind. In verse thirteen, he said, um, "And then Ananias 
answered, Lord, I have heard by many of this man how much evil he had done to the saints at Jerusalem. Remember, he was crucifying people. He was just going around doing everything that he could have done to get rid of all the, the, the people that were crucified. And there he had authority from the chief priests to bind all that call on thy name. But the Lord said unto him in verse 15, Go thy way, for he has a chosen vessel unto me to bear thy name before the Gentiles and the king and the children of Israel. Remember, when he said, Go thy way, you know, when God cleared you from your sin and said, Go thy way, he transformed you. It means that you don't do that thing anymore. Why? Because God wants to transform. So, you know, it's important that, you know, when we have a connection with God, you know, we stay connected with God. Because, you know, once we stay connected with God, we walk with God, and God will make sure He direct our path. Amen? God's love tra- transforms us as we trust in Jesus and experience God's gift of eternal life. The transformation continues as we walk in God's love. The primary goal of this ongoing transformation is to make us like Jesus in every way. The transformation of God's love changes who we are and what we believe. God's love also transforms how we live and what we pursue in life. So when you're connected with God, His love will transform us the way we live, the way how we pursue things in life. Why? Because God wants us to be like Him. He didn't make us like someone else. He makes us like Him and wants us to be like Him. The Bible let us to know in John 3, verses 3, it said, uh, Truly, truly, I say unto thee, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. God's love produces a new birth, spiritual, spiritual, which comes from God's love and cannot be earned. To be a part of God's kingdom, God's family required the experience of a transformation. So if you don't have a true transformation, you can't be a part of God's kingdom. Remember the Bible tells us about Nicodemus. He was a ruler of the Job. He came to Jesus. I want to know, oh, he could be born again. Nicodemus said, can I be born again? A whole man like me, can I be born again? But it wasn't possible for him to be born again that way. So in order for him to be transformed, he have to be baptized in Jesus' name to get that true transformation. In 2 Corinthians 5, verses 17, it said, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a whole creature, he is a new creature. He said, All things are passed away, and behold, all things are become new. You can only become new only if you're in Christ Jesus. If you live, if you, it, it, it's join our lives with the resurrected life of Jesus Christ. This eternal union with Jesus Christ changed our nature. 
We now have the Spirit of God living within us, in our spirit. We have been transformed from sinners to saints, from unrighteousness to righteousness before God. This transformation does not begin in our behavior. It begins in our spirit, who we are in fir- and first transform. And then it begins to change what we believe. How we live and what we pursue. Who are is determined by our being in Christ. So, you know, we, we have a transformation process goes on once we become a part of God's kingdom, once we know Jesus Christ for ourselves. Because remember, we, we do have a, you know, the salvation that God gave us. You know, we, we have an, an uh, uh, if you please, you know, the life to choose to let the Lord know that, listen, I want to stay connected with you. You know, I want to make sure that, you know, I, you know, you love me. The least I can do in exchange is to show how much I love you in return. Amen. The Bible led us to know in Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 6, verses 17 through 18. It said, Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separated, said the Lord, and touch not the unclean things, and I will receive you. We got to come out from among them. Touch not the unclean things. You know, once you touch not the unclean things, the Lord will receive us. And I will be, and will be a father unto you, and he shall be my sons and daughter, said the Lord. So we can't just walk because we want to walk. We can't just do the things because we want to do it. We can't just live because we want to live. You know, we have to realize that, you know, we are chosen by God for such a time as this. And this is why the Bible let us know, know that we are royal priesthood. We are only nation. We are special. God that chose us for such a time as this. And as he chose us for such a time as this, we have to make sure we are the one to let our light so shine before him that men will see the good works and glorify the Father which is in heaven. Why? Because we are chosen for him. Everything that we do, you should never take life for granted. One season, David was a shepherd. The next season, he was a king. One season, Ruth was working in the field. The next season, she was owning the same field. One season, Mordecai was sitting outside the king's palace. The next season, he was inside the king's palace. We serve a God who turned things around. The God of the unmerited favor. Our God is an unmerited favor. His love transforms us. His love keeps us. His love guides us. The question is asked today, 
What must I do? Or how can I be transformed? The Bible let us know in Acts 2.38 Then Peter said unto them Repent and be baptized He didn't say some of you He said every one of you In the name of Jesus Christ For the remission of sin And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost Because remember this is a process This transformation Just don't end there once you repent And give your life to God You have to work unto perfection It's a process that we're in so in order for us to be continue transformed, we have to make sure we make up in our mind that we're going to continue to live the way God wants us to live. Every day that we wake up, we thank the Lord for that day. Because tomorrow or today is not promised to us. So each day that God gave us bread, we got to thank Him for it. we got to thank Him for the strength He's given us. we got to thank Him when He wakes us up in the morning. You know, even at night when we go to bed, we got to thank Him. Because he deserves all the glory and all the honor. He serves the one God. The God who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The God that is coming back for a set of people that are called by his name. The Bible said there is no other name given on the heaven among men whereby we must be saved. And once we're saved, transformed, and live the life that God wants us to live, we will make heaven our home. Why? Because he said, I'm going to prepare a place for you. The only one that can go where God's gone are the ones that are transformed, the ones that are renewed, the ones that are made up in their mind to serve the Lord with all their heart and with all their mind. Oh, God never fails. He will never fail us. Those times things are hard and those times things are rough. Yeah, there are times, you know, it's hard to even find a meal to eat. But the Bible says will never leave us nor forsake us. Why? Because it's not His will that any should perish. But that all should come to repentance. And we can only come to repentance once we know Him for ourselves. Once we know Jesus Christ for ourselves. Because we've got to remember, He's the one that died for us. And the fact that we know Him, we've got to know that, you know, He loves us. He died for us. And the only way we can make it heaven our home is by we stay connected to Him. We can't be like the old nature. We can't just come to dwell in the, in the lust of the flesh. You know, the Bible said, love not the world. Neither the things that are in the world. For all that is in the world is the lust of the hide. The lust of the flesh and the pride of life. You know, we can't just get caught up in all the things of this world. God is an awesome God. What He do for me can do for you just the same. He died so much so for us so that we can have life and have it more abundantly. The joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me. And I'm not going to let the world take it away from me. Because it was Jesus Christ who died for me. He was the one that, you know, is coming back for me. So the joy that I have, the peace that I have, the world didn't give it to me, and the world ain't going to take it away from me. Why? Because He's an awesome God. The Bible said... There is a way that seems right unto a man. 
The ends thereof is the way of the head. The end thereof is the way of death. Well, we keep on doing things the way we want to do it. But death is waiting for us. So if you don't change your ways, if you don't get conformed from your ways, you know, if you don't be transformed from the way you're living, remember, you're informed about something. You know, I can come to you and I can inform you, you know, that, you know, um, you know you're doing good. You, you, you may say to yourself, I, I don't feel, I don't think I'm doing good. But, you know, this is only the, the acknowledge that I have that I'm passing on to you. So in order for you to be changed, you're going to have to transform from your ways. Because now you're saying that, you know, what you're doing is not right. What you're doing is not good. So therefore, the only way you can, you know, um, change your ways is by make sure you know it for yourself. You have to know the Savior for yourself. Because this, this, is, uh, this is now a personal relationship that we have with God. Our mama and daddy brought us into this world. The relationship that we have with our parents is not the same relationship that we have with our maker. Because our maker is the one that makes our parents. And in turn, our parents brought us into this world. But if God didn't want us to come to this world, God should just snatch us out of this world. But He loves us. He cares for us. And this is why we have to make sure we, you know, be examples in everything that we do. You know, we're going out. Be an example. Let your light shine. Do unto others as you want. Others do unto you. The Bible said, To as many as look for him shall he appear. He's coming back. He's coming back one day. We don't know when it's coming. Our goal is to continue to work. And when that day comes, when the trumpet sounds, the Bible said, The dead in Christ shall rise first. And those which remain alive will caught up to meet him in the air. My goal is to meet Lord when he comes. If I die, I want him to take me out of this world. If I'm alive and well, I want him to take me when he's going. So you cannot, you know, continue to live the way you're living. I'm encouraging us this morning. Turn from your way. You can only know what you're doing that is not right. You know, if you think that whatever you're doing is right and there's no need for you to turn, then it's up to you and your maker. You can fool me, but you can't fool God. God is in control. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's the omnipotent God. He's here, there, and everywhere at the same time. His presence is here all the time. Regardless where you are or where you go, our God is the God that is here, here, and everywhere at the same time. If you do it to the uttermost part of the earth, our God is there. If I'm in Jamaica, my God is there. If I'm in Africa, my God is there. Why? Because that's the kind of God that we serve. Our God is no respecter of persons. So we got to make sure we make up in our mind that as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Because when we serve God, God will make sure, he said he's never going to see his righteous forsaken or his seeds going out begging bread. So when you do the things that are right, there's no need for you to go around. Because why? God will provide. He's our provider. God will make a way when there seems to be no way. 
when all around you, all your friends desert you and gone, oh God said he will never leave you. Amen. That's the kind of God that we serve. He's coming back for us. Why? Because he loves us. He wants us to be where he is. And this is why he's gone to prepare this big, nice mansion for us. That he can bring us all together to be with him. But in order for you to be with him, there are steps that you have to take. You can't live in sin and expect to be with the Lord. You have to repent of your sin. You have to turn from your ways. You have to live the life that is pleasing unto the Lord. And this is how important it is that even us as adults, when we're growing up, you know, as the Bible says, we should train up the child in the way they should go. We should make sure we're an example to our children. Because if we do wrong things, our children end up doing the wrong things just the same way. If we do right things, then obviously they're going to do their best to do the right things. Because that's what they see. You know, we can't expect to do wrong things. You know what I say, but don't do what I do. This is the way it works. If you don't be a hearer of the word, it must be a doer of the word. You can't just hear it and just not do it. If you want to be right, you got to do right. If you don't want to do right, don't do right. You know, you got to make sure you do right to serve the Lord because it's only what we do for Christ who will last. You know, we got to stay connected with our maker. Don't, don't let days go by without, you know, you not having it right with your maker, with your Lord, with the people around you. Those that hate you, so us to them. Blow it out of their mind. Let them see that you're not the same person. Let them know that you are transformed. You're not the same neighbor that they cursed out and you just suck it up like that. Show them love. Why? Because it's in your heart to do the right thing. Amen. So if your neighbor hates you, let them just curse you. Forgive them. The Bible says, for they know not what they do. Forgive them. Because, you know, when, when we do this, oh my God, the Lord's going to because the Lord is going to know the heart. And he said he works on the desires of our heart. You know, God can only work on us. God made us. So he's the one that can fix us. So God's here me walking, uh, working, crooked. If I want to be transformed or changed, he can change all the crookedness for me. I make sure I'm doing the right thing. I can't be an hypocrite if I'm, if I'm going to serve God. I can serve two masters. It's either I'm going to love one or hate the other. It's either I'm going to do one, go to one, or back to the other. It's just me. Amen. So we want to make sure whatever we're doing, we're doing it unto the Lord. Because at the end of the day, it's only what we do for Christ will last. Amen. So, you know, if you want to be transformed this morning, and if you're wondering... You know, I've been trying, and it's very hard for me at times. God still loves you, and still God waiting for you. God is waiting for you, because God knows your heart. And whatever you're fighting with, or whatever you're battling through, God is the only one that can transform you from what you're going through. It's going to get hard, my friend, but don't give up on God. 
It's going to get tough, but just keep on holding on to God. Because our God said he's never going to leave us, nor forsake us. Don't let what's going on, you know, weigh you down. This is why the Bible says we should lay aside every weight and every sin that so easily beset us and run this race with patience. We're in the race, my friend. We're running for a life. The songwriter said, if anybody asks you, what's the matter with you? Tell him that I'm saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, fire baptized, and I have Jesus on my mind. I'm running for my life, my friend. Hallelujah. I'm running for my life. You never tell me it was going to be easy. But he who began a good work in us is able to complete it. Until the day of judgment. That's the kind of God that we serve. So I'm encouraging us this, this, this afternoon. While you stand with us this afternoon. That if you're you know, wondering. How oh, can I do the right things? You're going to have to first. Make up in your mind. To change from what you're doing. You're going to have to make up in your mind that I cannot just keep living the way I'm living. And once you have that make-up mind, once you make up in your mind that I'm going to... That's fine. It's okay to stand. Amen. Once you make up in your mind to turn from your ways, turn from the things that you're doing, God will change you. But you have to make up in your mind that you want to change. If you don't make up your mind that you're going to change, you won't change. You're going to still keep living the same old way you're living. You're going to still doing the same things that you've been doing. And you're going to make up in your mind that I'm not going to change regardless of what they're saying. You're going to make up in your mind that comes what may. It's my life. I'm going to live it anyhow. But that's not the way it works with God. You have to make up in your mind that if you want to change, it's only for your good. What the scripture said, all things work together for the good to them that love the Lord, to them that are called according to his purpose. So if you know that all things work together for the good, for your good, you have to make sure what's good in you shows on the outside. There's another songwriter said something on the inside, working on the outside. Oh, what a change in my life. I got joy on the inside. And it's working on the outside. Oh, what a change in my life. I'm so glad I've been changed. I'm so glad I've known for myself. I'm so glad that I've repented of my sin. And I've been baptized in Jesus' name. And I've been filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. This is just a start, my friend. But for you to be transformed, you're going to have to turn, turn around. You got to turn, my friend. And once you turn, then God will make sure he make you come out victorious. Amen. Amen. Is there someone here this morning that is ready to change from what you're doing? Turn from what you're doing. Give your life to the Lord this morning. There's someone that's ready to make up in their mind that, you know, God, I don't want to keep living the same old way I'm living. I want to make it in the rapture. I want to make heaven my home. Is there someone here that want to get baptized in Jesus' name? We can get you baptized in Jesus' name this morning. If you need the Holy Ghost this morning, don't let nothing hinder you 
from getting the Holy Ghost this morning. Because the promise is unto us. The Bible says it's faithful and just to forgive us of our sin. So whatever our sins are, whatever the deeds, whatever we're doing, if we want to be turned, if we want to turn from it, we're going to have to make up in our mind that we're going to serve the Lord. Come God, man. Is there someone this morning that willing to step out this morning and say, God, here I am. I want to change my ways, Lord. I want to change my life. I want to give it all to you. Because you're the one that loved me. You're the one that died for me. You're the one that is coming back for me. Hallelujah. Is there someone this morning? Harden not your heart if you hear the words this morning. May God be your Savior and Maker. May God be the center of your life. Oh, hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. We're just going to take a few seconds this morning and just repent of our sins this morning. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, we thank you, Jesus. You are worthy, O God. You are worthy, O God. Oh, hallelujah. Jesus, we adore you, Lord God, this morning. Oh, hallelujah. As we give you glory this morning and honor, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for die for us, Lord God. Oh, have your way this morning. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Jesus, we love you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, praise your name, Lord. Oh, we thank you, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah. Jesus, your Lord. You are the King of kings and Lord of lords. You are the great God, the great I am. You are our provider, our King, our Lord. Let us understand, Lord, that we, our works are accepted when we do it your way, only your way. Jesus, if there's anyone this morning that would like to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, if you just raise your hand, we will explain to you. We can have you baptized. There's no remission of sin without baptism. According to the word of God, Acts 2.38. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. That's the only way we can be saved.
Let us go before the Lord in prayer of dismissal. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you once more, Lord. We thank you for the man of God that you have used to deliver your word, Lord Jesus. We thank you for every word that he has spoken to us, Lord. Father, I pray that whatever we heard, Lord Jesus, whatever that is in our hearts, we will not it's a good service and go about our business. Let us be doers of your word, not just hearers only. Let us be doers of your word. Let us hide the word of God in our hearts so we will not sin against you. Let us use the word that we have heard, O oh God, throughout this week, because there is a time coming for us. There is a time when we are going to need what we hear to strengthen us so we will not sin against you. Lord, we thank you this morning. We thank you for all who you have sent out. I pray your blessing upon each and every one of us, Lord. Put a hope of protection on us and keep us, Lord, from the hour of temptation as we go back to our respective destination, Lord. I pray the peace of God that passes all understanding will be upon us and keep us in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We are dismissed in Jesus' name.